Welcome to Let's Talk. Here we will focus on the hustle, the juggle, and everyday struggle of small business. We will be here every week talking to small business owners about their everyday struggles, stresses, and ways they have been able to overcome the challenges of running their business. We welcome questions and comments, so please feel free to email us at admin at plemonscpa.com. We hope you enjoy, and above all, we hope it helps. Welcome to the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business. I am Thalia Williams, your hostess for today. And in our studio, we have Logic Allah, the co-founder of Melanize Media. We are so grateful to have you here. How are you today, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. And, you know, we know the name of your business, but go ahead and give us an introduction. Well, my name is Logic. Um, I was born and raised in Gary, Indiana. I spent some time in Wisconsin. And my wife found a job here in San Antonio. So that's how I transitioned to San Antonio in 2013. So I'm a father of three. A husband, a family man, I'm a son to my mother who lives here as well. So that's me in a nutshell for the most part. Wonderful. So tell us about Melanized Media. How long have you been in the business? Um, we started doing projects in 2017. We officially formed our company in 2018. And we produce culturally enriching um, educational products, which are documentary films, online teachings and screenings presentations. So basically anything related to black history from an educational standpoint, we try to provide it. Excellent. Wow. So why this particular type of product or service? Why this particular type? Um, my business partner, um, whose name is Andar Ma'at, he and I, um, we're friends and we often talk about history. The first project we did together was actually a play that he had written and produced. It was about the life of Malcolm X, and we worked on that together to make that a short film. Um, and from that, the reception, um, it was so well-received, and we enjoyed it so much that we really just wanted to take on more projects in that lane of black history, um, especially from a filmmaking perspective. And so that's how we got started. Um, that's our passion. That's what we love. We love our history. So it's just a way for us to continue to tell our story and to make people aware of the things that um, have happened to and through us. Wow. Fascinating. I love it. So what have been some of the challenges in running your business? Because even with the short time of period you've been in, you kind of hit it, hit the stride, so to speak, before the pandemic came around and just shuttered everything. Mm -hmm. So what have been some of the challenges you've had? Uh, the challenges have been uh, monetizing, making sure that we can stay profitable. Um, like you said, when the pandemic hit, it was really challenging for us. Um, before that, a bulk of our income was coming from in-person presentations and film showings. Uh, we also do a Black History tour here in the city of San Antonio. So once the pandemic hit, all of that came to a screeching halt. And we really had to rethink our business plan and kind of rethink our direction. So what, what we started doing, my wife actually suggested that we start transitioning at least our film showings to online. Because in February of 2020, we had just released a new film. And the reception for it was really good. Um, but the pandemic hit right after that. So we were only able to screen it in person one time. So um, when she suggested it, I didn't really think it was going to work. And I thought maybe people might tune in, but I don't think people would pay. 
I was wrong because people paid in, they showed up, and that was in April of 2020. And so since then, we've been showing our films online uh, via Zoom. Um, And from that point, we realized that we could transition more of our content and materials to online screenings and showings. And so we started producing um, just black historical presentations about different topics to kind of piggyback on the films that we had. And from there, we just continue to grow with it. And so, it's amazing yeah. what necessity will make you do, right? Isn't there an old adage that says necessity, necessity is the, the mother, mother of, of all invention? invention. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But that's yeah. good to know because you had a product service that you could pivot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of businesses we found just through conversation weren't able to or they couldn't think outside the box enough yeah. to be able to pivot. So why do you persist? What drives you to keep going? Because the pandemic could have really just literally shut you down. What mm-hmm. drives you to continue? Um, well, I think about my future. If I don't do this, what am I going to do? You know, am I going to go do something that's going to make me unhappy or something that's not fulfilling? Or uh, the other thing that we look at is that we strive to build a legacy, and that's going to take challenges. Anything that you do that's worth something is going to be difficult. It's all about how you respond to to the difficulties and to the challenges. And so um, I just look at it as we just have to be creative and persistent enough to find a way, and you have to be flexible enough to go with the flow and go with what um, the market is showing you. Mm. And that means you have to be aware, mm-hmm. have to be very aware. So tell us about critical support. How critical is support to you? It is very critical. Um, you need good support in everything that you do. Um, you need people and systems that you can depend on. Um, you need a pattern. And so I think having good support is very important. Excellent. I love it. I love it because we know that without supporting your field, if people don't come and see what you've produced – that's support in itself because mm. if they don't come and see it, you've made this film that nobody can see, nobody's interested in or whatever, mm-hmm. but them coming out, them paying for it, doing it online even mm-hmm. is support for you. And then, like you say, those systems, what type of systems are you referring to that can give you that type of support? Especially since we've transitioned online, a lot of the systems that we're using are digital. So understanding how to market online. Um, how to promote things online effectively using social media, um, how to keep track of the data, how many people are actually clicking on your link and interested, how many people can you gain in your email list, which is gold and valuable at this point in time, how many people can um, you reach, what are your contacts for people in um, radio or television or any other type of media that or outlets for people that have access to uh, an audience. And so having some type of system in play, um, graphics, video, things that are going to help draw attention visually, um, all of those things are important. So having a good uh, technique or system to have those things in play is invaluable. No doubt. No doubt. So tell us about a failure. A failure. Yeah, you've learned from. Um Probably the biggest failure that I could see, especially from 2020, was state taxes. We weren't aware that we needed to be paying a certain amount, and the state actually froze our bank account. And this was right when the pandemic hit. So not only were we not able to show 
um, our films in person. Not only were we trying to rethink our business model, the state came in and froze our bank account. So then we had access to no capital at that time. And so that really taught me the importance of having good bookkeeping and making sure that you stay on top of your finances in a way that you can continue to operate in any climate. So that and having a nest egg as well, making sure that you have something set aside so that when the rainy days come, because they will come, you will have some form of resources to at least put yourself back in a position to make money. Oh, that was definitely a hustle right there, wasn't it? (laughs) There was a struggle, too. It's like, oh, where's my money? Why are you freezing my stuff? How long did it take for it to become unfrozen? How long did it take to thaw out? Probably two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. 14 days. And they're yeah. not business days. These are calendar days. Yeah. And that is a long time, especially if you don't know. When they're going to. When they're going to release it. Yeah, yeah. when it's going to thaw out. Yeah. Wow. Valuable lesson learned for sure. Absolutely. So tell us about a success you've learned from. One of our biggest successes when transitioning to the online space was we had set up um an online screening. At the time, we were new to Zoom, you know, just really kind of getting our feet wet with it. I believe this was June of last year. And we were promoting um, a film. It was called it's called Walk on the River 2.0. It's our second rendition of a documentary um, that features the African-American history here in San Antonio. And we were doing pretty good. And we got an article, um, I want to say, in the Express newspaper which really heightened attention Mm -hmm. and it got to a point where we were about to sell out and we could only at the time seat a hundred people for that screening. And so we didn't know what to do. So we set up like an alternative screening for the next day in case people couldn't get in on that Sunday. Not only did we sell out that Sunday, but we almost sold out the next day on that Monday too. So that was one of our biggest successes. And it showed us that this was definitely a viable way for us to continue um, sharing the knowledge that we had gained and gathered. That's nice. That's real nice. And see, that encouraged you even more so. I'm sure it's like, okay, we can pivot. And we can still be successful with what we're doing, not in the normal, traditional way that we have been going along. Mm -hmm. But now there is a new way to get the same product, the same information, the same content out to the public because we know that this is what is needed. They need to know this. Indeed. We have Chris Hall from Pontum Financial here in the studio. Let's talk about business transitions. What is that exactly? Most of the business owners, whenever we meet them, they've worked for decades to build a business or a product or a service, and they never really gave too much thought to what the out is. Every business owner gets started. That should be one of the primary things that they consider. They should have different outs planned at different intervals, but let's be realistic. We don't really do that, myself included. So whenever you start to think about business transition, it's going to be one of several things. It could be retirement. It could be just wanting to get out of the business and do something else. It could be transitioning it to a family member or keeping it in the family. And those are some of the crucial conversations that you need to have with both family and yourself, frankly, to see what you want. Some business owners want to continue a legacy. They want that name to be carried on. So that really has an impact on sale of the business unless it's to only family, which maybe your sons or daughters have a problem with that as well. They may not like the name. 
all these things run through a business owner's mind numerous times throughout the day. And most of them just never know what first step to take. Well, if we want information, how can we reach out to you? Our phone number is 210-625-4845. You can look at our websites, pontumfinancial.com, P-O-N-T-E-M financial.com, or you can find us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Chris Hall is a partner with Pontum Financial and offers securities and investment products and services through Waddell and Reed Inc. WRI member FINRA slash SIPC. Pontum Financial is a separate entity from WRI. So what does success look like to you, Logic? Um, you mean in the long term or immediately? Either. What, whatever way success looks to you. Because some people define success as this. Some people define it as that. Mm-hmm. What do you define or what does it look like to you? For me personally, I think that success is when you are able to fulfill your obligations and more. When you're able to satisfy what you need personally and what you're striving to provide for your customers and clients. They are satisfied. You're satisfied. And you're reaching a level, in my opinion, of what you think you deserve. And so when you get what you're worth and you are providing a service that people are happy with and you're able to make a living from it and you're actually able to do the things that you would like to do, then to me, that's success. Nice. I love it. So tell me, if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently, if anything? If I would do anything differently it probably would be to start incorporating more help and hands earlier um, as opposed to waiting when you think that you can afford to hire people or get people to help. Um, As soon as you have the inkling of a possibility to incorporate other people, pull a trigger because that frees up so much time and space um, because as a business owner, we often get bogged down with tedious tasks that are probably not the most important things for us to be doing. They may not be profit-making tasks. So um, as as quickly as you can get help, get help. I got you. Yeah. And that makes sense because we are allowing or helping our businesses better understand that working on the business and not in the business is the only thing that's going to help it grow. Yeah. Because working on it allows you to have the vision to see where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. When you work in it, you're in the weeds. And there are other people who love being in the weeds. I mean, you have your bookkeepers, you have your attorneys, you have your lawyers, you have your landscapers. They love being in the weeds, Mm -hmm. literally. But why should you go out there and cut your grass when you can hire someone who loves to do it? Because your time is definitely more valuable. Indeed. And, And the other thing, too, is that sometimes you get people with a certain level of expertise in those things that can fill the gaps that you wouldn't be able to catch because you're not really an expert in that division anyway. Right, exactly. So Mm -hmm. utilize the gifts that are in place Mm -hmm. for you to be able to move your business forward. And then you help them grow as well. Mm -hmm. You help sharpen their saw, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So what's on the horizon now? Uh, Right now we have pretty much transitioned to what going online uh, allowed us an opportunity to expand our uh, base. Um, primarily our fan base or customer base was here in San Antonio. But when we shifted to doing things online, it offered us an opportunity to expand outside of our particular region. And so now we're in the 
the stages of finding ways to satisfy both our home base here at San Antonio, but also expanding so that we can continue to feed a broader audience and grow our company in that way. One of the things that we did last year, we held an online Kwanzaa celebration, which was very successful. And so we're going to focus on doing things like that this year, taking celebrations that people might normally do in person, but transitioning them online to having a broader audience. So those are some of the things that we're working on right now. Is Juneteenth somewhere on the horizon? Indeed. We are working on something for Juneteenth. Okay. Yes. All right. That yes. sounds good. That sounds good. So any advice for our audience? Anything you'd want to leave them? Nuggets of wisdom? Well, I think one thing uh, for business owners is to think outside the box and always look for a different way. Because one thing that I notice right now, there's tons of information and advice but nothing beats actual experience. If you can figure things out and if you have a system in a way that works for you, continue to fine-tune it and maximize it um, and continue to learn. Open yourself up to education. Uh, that's the key. You have to con continue to learn and to grow um, because the market is constantly changing. This online atmosphere that we work in is constantly shifting and growing and moving, so you have to continually be open to educating yourself and learning something new. No doubt. Do you see yourself coming back doing live um, presentations, live showings? Yes, okay. I do think we will in some capacity. Um, but this has forever changed our mentality. So I think even when we do those types of things, it'll probably be in a different vein at this point. Yeah, because yeah. the hybrid environment kind of is what is leading, lending itself to right now. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your online aspect and you have your in-person. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of companies, a lot of individuals, public speakers are really monetizing that opportunity to do both. Mm -hmm. Before it was like, okay, well, we have a public speaker, we'll just record it. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Now they're actually broadcasting it, getting paid for it, but then there's still that live studio audience or that live audience there yeah. to, you know, partake of the true interaction. Indeed. No doubt. Wow. Well, thank you so much, thank Logic. You. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So have a great day, guys. For more information about any of our guests, or if you have questions and comments, please email us at admin at PlemonsCPA.com. And don't forget to check out our website, PlemonsCPA.com, for upcoming events and workshops in San Antonio. David B. Plemons CPA Inc. is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of David B. Plemons CPA Inc. policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by David B. Plemons CPA, Inc. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the Hustle, Juggle, and Struggle of Small Business podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or their concepts or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by David B. Plemons CPA, Inc. employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the views of David B. Plemons CPA, Inc. or any of its officials. You should always consult your own investment advisors, attorneys, and accountants before making any decisions concerning your financial matters. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our office. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.